Well, yeah, Japan's one of the most homogeneous countries, right? Homogeneous. <laughs> homogeneous. <laughs> Did I say I said homogeneous? You are a ho- <laughs> you are a homogeneous. A homogeneous, but... <laughs> like a genius guy. Yeah. D equals M C squared. Guys, I figured out how to suck two dicks at once. Oh, come mm. on, Ben. What? Why do you got to do that? What? I mean, do what? Hello, Teacher Ben. Hello, Teacher Abe. What is something you have taught recently? Do you mean in English classes? Yeah. Because <laughs> I teach people every day in many different ways. Well, you teach your kids, right? Yeah, I teach my kids how to do things. What was the last thing you taught in an English class? The last thing I taught in... In an English class, let me think about it. Oh, we read an article about young people's fashion. A news article. A news article. Ah, yeah, about the changing fashions. Yes, and the impact of coronavirus on fashion. Ah, yeah. Well, I guess people are dressing more comfortably. You got it. Comfortable pants are in. Ah,、uh, yeah, like、uh, sweatpants. I've said it before. If I were a millionaire, I would wear a tracksuit. Yeah, every day. You also said before you don't like the word sweatshirt or sweatpants. I refuse to use it. <laughs> <laughs> you always say tracksuit. It's a tracksuit. Track pants and Australian slang tracky dacks. <laughs> What? Because <laughs> dacks are pants. No, they're not. What? They I've never. Wait, okay. Don't you have the expression to get dacked? No. Ah,、oh, what that, does that mean? That's when you. Is that when you throw your pants at someone? No, that's when、uh, I dacked them. That's when you're walking、yeah. with your friend, preferably in a crowded place, and you、oh. pull his pants down. Oh, when you pull someone's pants、yeah. down suddenly. Yeah, and, and you go ha 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 ha. In in Canada and America, that's called getting pantsed. Ah, far more literal. <laughs> well, you as you say, what what is it? Dax dacked pants. Dax mean pants. So do you say a pair of dax, or just dax? I gotta go to the shop and buy some dax. So that's right. More comfortable tracky pants. Tracky dax. Tracky dax. Track pants. Track pants. Okay. There you go. Get your tracky dax on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So baggy jeans are back in. Baggy jeans. Yeah, they're coming back. Oh, when I was a teenager, those were really popular. We were hip hop skater teenage dudes. Yeah. Everybody had baggy jeans in the late nineteen nineties. Yep. We were ripping around on a skateboard. Hip hop, hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> pants falling down. Yeah, pants,、mm. pants sagging. After our generation, kids started wearing tight jeans. Tight jeans came back. Ah, big time. So, for us, tight jeans were not popular when we were young. No. 
but they came back in the 2000s and 2010s. Yep. Hipster fashion. Right. Yeah. Tight jeans. Tight jeans that are too short. Ah, right, you where know? your ankles are showing you a little bit. You can see the ankles with really low shoes and sometimes no socks. Yes. Or like ballet socks. I have one friend who is very fashionable. Mm. And yeah, he was keeping up with fashion all the way through his 30s. I don't think they really care what the fashions are. Really? They just want to have the most newest, most current fashion. Yes. So they look at the Hollywood stars and these people who are trend setters. Yeah. Who set the trend, the fashion trends. The influencers. Yeah. They yeah. look at them and whatever they do, they kind of copy. They're like, oh, look, Johnny Depp has some stupid fucking pants that don't cover his legs and look like they're painted on. They're so tight. Right. That's how you keep up with the current fashions, isn't it? It's not me. I think people who are really into fashion as like a hobby or an art, they don't really care about what is right now the most current mainstream fashion. Sure. They're more concerned with finding their own style. You know, your clothes kind of reflect your personality. Yes, it's a way to express yourself. Look at me! When you first came to Japan, mm -hmm. did you feel like, wow, everyone's clothes are so fashionable and there's so many different styles? Because in Canada, most people just wear like sweatshirt and blue jeans and yeah. shoes, sneakers. No, I didn't really because in Melbourne, it's known as the fashion capital of Australia. Sure. <laughs> Which, you know, doesn't mean much, but there is a wide variety of fashions. Kangaroo skins. Kangaroo skins, wombat hats. Koala hats, yeah. <laughs> uh, quokka shoes. Quokka shoes. Yeah. Those quokkers are very cute. Perfect size for a shoe. If you okay. empty out the inside of a quokka, you can have some nice little slippers. Okay. Yeah. So I came to Japan and I thought, wow, people are very fashionable here. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's true. They dress well. And was, they dress up mm, like every day. The girls are always wearing makeup almost. And Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I felt like when I first came here, wow, people really express themselves with their fashion here more than in Canada. Did that change the way that you dress? Yeah. It made me a little more liberal. Okay. I was willing to try some new styles. Got some pink shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in the nightclub. Okay. And there was, <laughs> there was a lost and found. Oh, yeah. You know? Yes. And if people don't come and get their stuff, there's all these hats and... Oh, you keep Starks you can and, keep it. Yeah. Well, after a while. Yeah. So you had your eye on a few yeah, items. Let me try that hat. <laughs> <laughs> and there are the kind of clothing items that I would never buy by myself. Oh, look! There's some underpants somebody left at the club. <laughs> no. Let me get them on. Ooh. Um. But yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. 
And I, I started to dress a little more wacky. Sure. Yeah. Um, I had a theory about why um, people in Japan dress so much better. Okay. And that's because in Canada, like, it's very multicultural. Sure. So people already look really different. Yeah, that's true. You know? Right. So somebody's wearing a Muslim robe and another person's wearing a colorful hat. Yeah. Hmm. Their culture and also just their, the color of their skin and their yeah. hair and their eyes, etc. Like there's already a variety of oh. colors. And, I, I see what and you're saying. Facial features. Right. But in Japan, not so much. Well, yeah, Japan's one of the most homogeneous countries, right? Homogeneous. Homogeneous. <laughs> Did I say I said homogeneous? You are a ho- <laughs> you are a homogeneous. A homogeneous, <laughs> like a genius guy. Yeah, worked out a new way to e equals m c squared. Guys, I figured out how to suck two dicks at once. Oh, come mm. on, Ben. What? Why do you got to do that? What? I mean, do what? He goes straight to the, <laughs> the really dirty... Okay, anyway. Well, anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so not a lot of variety I in Japan e with hair color. equals MC squared, and yeah. you think <laughs> how to suck two dicks at once? Right. I think that's been mastered a long time ago. D equals M squared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, and that was my theory. It's a good point. I, I think there's probably a lot of truth in that theory. Perhaps, right? Hmm. And then I thought, well, maybe that's not correct. Okay. Because there are other areas that are really multicultural and still very f- super high fashion, like, I don't know, Manhattan in New Ooh, York. Manhattan, <laughs> which yes. we're, we're both very familiar with. Yes, I do mm. business there sometimes. Me too. I wear my business pants when I go to Manhattan. Your business dax. Yes, and my man hat. <laughs> Your man hat? <laughs> yeah. When you go to Manhattan? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Always. A hat made of tiny little men. <laughs> Glued together. Uh, and and then I thought, oh, maybe it's because in Japanese schools, like junior high school and high school, almost all schools uh, have uniforms. Yes. And they all look the same. Yeah. All the uniforms are the same. So maybe when people get out of high school, they're like, oh, finally. I want to break free. <laughs> Yeah, and then they express themselves with fashion more. True. I've seen an example of this where, like, there was a guy in, a, I think, a record shop. I went into a music store and he was very polite, you know, um, and he was speaking to me like a customer should be spoken to in Japan, very polite. But he had a T-shirt that said, like, fuck off or something on the front. <laughs> but he was such a polite young man. Oh. And I, th- I guess, you know, he's expressing through the clothing. That actually he wants you to fuck yeah, off. Yeah, he wants me to fuck off. He's only being polite <laughs> because you're a customer. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't know what it means. Or maybe he just thinks it's cool. It was cool. 
It was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. The world of fashion. Mysterious, ever-changing. So that's what you were teaching in your class. It was fun. Yeah, I had a good conversation with a couple of ladies and an older gentleman. And the man was old enough to have worn flares. What are flares? Bell-bottoms. Oh, bell-bottoms. Yeah. The pants that flare out at the bottom. A.K.A. flares. Yeah. <laughs> so he was doing some disco, bong, 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 Saturday night fever. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And then, like he and I both commented on, flares are back. These young girls are wearing bell-bottoms. They were popular in the 90s as well. True, that is true. Yeah. yeah. Late 90s, the bell-bottoms came back for a little while. And there was always those raving kind of bell-bottoms as well. Ravers would wear. You'd go to the, to the rave. <laughs> hey, man, nice bell-bottoms. Ah, I see. You well, see. Sounds like you had a nice class. It was a lovely class. All my classes are. Here we go. If you've got a question, What's your question, man? What's your question? Just ask Ben and Abe. Just ask Ben and Abe. All right. Now, Ben, this listener question... Ben? Where's Ben? Huh. Ben is not here. Unfortunately, he had a very tight schedule... And he was only able to record about half an episode. But we do have some listener questions. So I'm going to try to answer the questions without Ben. I'll do my best, but two brains are better than one. So maybe my answers will only be half as good without all the crazy Benky Boy bullshit that we all love. Anyway, this question comes from an anonymous listener. And it's kind of an international love question. If Ben was here, ha! We'd play the guitar. Well, he'd play the guitar. I would sing terribly. But he's not here, so no music. Now, this comes from Anonymous M. And he or she asks, Are there love hotels overseas? Hmm. Well... First of all, for anyone who's not Japanese, a love hotel is a kind of fancy, uh, kind of gaudy, the good ones anyway are fancy. Gaudy means like kind of over the top. Like, for example, a, 
a room that has a theme, like a, an underwater theme or a tropical theme or a jungle theme. And uh, there, there are these kind of special hotels, love hotels, especially for couples who want to get down to sex business. <laughs> and uh, they're very popular in Japan. Do they exist overseas? Well, as far as I know, no, they don't. And I've thought about why. Perhaps... Hey, Ben. Ben, Ben's calling me right now. Ben, you're on... Uh, I'm, I'm solo recording the podcast. You're, you're on live, brother. Oh, sweet. Hey, guys. I'm trying to answer a question by Anonymous M. Oh, okay. Anonymous M. Yeah, and the question is, are there love hotels overseas? Ah, yeah, I saw that question. Ah, you did? Yes. You checked, well, you know, you checked the Gmail? I checked the Gmail. Ah, uh, you hit the G spot. I did. <laughs> And, uh, and did you? You know what I think. What any you... hotel is a love hotel if you want it to be. <laughs> well, yeah, but are there any hotels that are specifically for love making? No, there's not that I know of in Australia. Ah, uh, that's just what I was saying. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I've certainly none that you could rent by the hour. Oh. That's another good point, is love hotels are rented by the hour. Right, so you can get the hour or the three-hour, six-hour. There's all different options, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't need that. Are, are you a, are you an overnight guy or a three-hour guy? A one-hour man. <laughs> one hour of power. One hour of power? One hour is all you need? 45 minutes of power lovemaking and then a 10-minute shower and then, oh, I've still got five minutes, so... Five minutes to spare. Five minutes to spare. Maybe make a coffee. Not me. I'm an all-night guy. All-night guy? Oh, yeah. I need the whole night. <laughs> Gotta enjoy all the amenities, all the nice things in the room. Yeah. Um, I have stayed one before have you actually i used to stay in a really really gross and dirty love hotel in osaka yeah I thought by, so. by my by myself oh, by yourself to yeah. save money yeah it was only five thousand yen yeah but for six thousand or seven thousand you can get a business hotel, well, well right? yeah that's true but it was 5,000, and the checkout time was 12 the next day. Okay. Whereas business hotels, you have to check out at 10. Yeah, so you get an extra couple of hours. Yeah, but, you know, I'd be partying in Osaka, drinking all night. Sure. And then my airplane would be, like, my plane home would be the next day in the afternoon. So those few hours of extra sleep were really important. It was a kind of a, a 
bad area and a very run-down, crappy hotel. Did you have sexy dreams? No. I'd meet my buddies and go drinking, and then I'd crash in the Love Hotel at, and at 5 a.m. And it was cheap, and the checkout time was late. And check-in and check-out is anonymous, right? Um, this one was almost anonymous. Like there was a little window. Yeah, and you cannot. You only just slide sort of the money under. The, yeah, under you don't the see anyone. You don't see anyone. Yeah, don't look at me. The yes, shame. My shame. <laughs> it was called the candy box. Yeah, they've got really interesting <laughs> names. Yeah. I saw one called the Fountain. Ooh, the squirty <laughs> fountain of lust and love. Right, and I stayed in a actually a pretty cool one in Tokyo. And in the bathroom, they had these jets of water that would come out of the floor. And oh. it was this big bathroom, and there was a light at the bottom where the water came out. So it would be like these purple fountains and orange fountains. Wow. It was very cool. Yeah. Was the, it... bed, uh, moved, the bed rotated. Wow. Yeah, it was fancy. Was it expensive? Maybe, Sounds yeah. expensive. Well, you know, it was still a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, gimmicky. The gimmicky, right. I was just saying, I was just explaining the word gaudy. Ah, uh, gaudy, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which is you know, trying oh, to look too impressive, but it looks cheap in the end. Right, like over the top. It's too much. Yeah. And gimmicky, yeah, is, you know, sort of useless things like water fountains in the bathroom that, you know, they're not really useful, but... Um, they are a gimmick. They're a gimmick. They can say we have colorful water fountains in the bathroom. Yeah, that's and a. The hotel doesn't. That's a gimmick. That's a gimmick. It's a gimmicky hotel. Yes. Full of gimmicks. So what's up? You can't make it today to the recording. No, this is cool. Doing it like this. Well, I I, I thought you had a lesson. So I thought, well, that's it, because we had a limited time today. We had a limited but time, but the lesson got cancelled. Right, but I'd already made plans with my darling wife ah. who I'm about to meet for lunch. Ooh, are you going to take her to a love hotel? Uh, I don't Why don't you so. skip the lunch, go to a love hotel and order some like uh, take takeout or whatever? And eat it in the Love Hotel? Yeah, they they deliver food to the rooms. I don't want to eat food in there. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like eating food in a public toilet, you know. That's, but that's how okay, so you you don't want to eat food in a Love Hotel? No, and the chances of my wife being in the mood on a Friday afternoon. What if you surprised her? Don't you think that would make her excited? Yeah, I'm like, there's a really good restaurant down this way, just through this doorway. Yeah. Ta-da! It's a gaudy, gimmicky love hotel. <laughs> it's a <laughs> shitty, run-down, gaudy, gimmicky love hotel. 
Thanks, honey. So why do you why do you think they don't have love hotels overseas, but they're so popular in Japan? Uh, there's a few reasons. I think one of the reasons is uh, people don't have a lot of space. A lot of young people still live with their families, and people, you know, often don't entertain in their house so much as they do. I feel in our countries. Another reason connected to that is love hotels are often grouped around the entertainment area of the city. Uh-huh. So go out to a bar or a nightclub and say, "Hey, let's hit candy box." <laughs> Knock your socks off at the candy box. Oh, yeah. Give me that candy box. (laughs) Well, I do know a lot about love hotels. (laughs) This is a topic you can really get into. Not because I was ever a big customer. Right. But because I used to live right in the middle of the main love hotel neighborhood in our city. Right. Yeah, so I used to see who is going into these love hotels at what time. Okay, and what kind of customers did you note? I have many notebooks full of of notes of who (laughs) went to which hotel at what. Diagrams on your wall. I would see uh, prostitutes. Right. That would go into the hotel by themselves to meet the John. And in English, a John is a man who uses a prostitute. Right. But you don't know they're prostitutes, eh? You know, yes. They could just... I lived there long enough to know that when you see a girl who's dressed in like a short skirt going into a love hotel by herself at yeah. 11 in the morning or 2 p.m. She's probably meeting a John up there in that dirty old hotel. Yeah, especially if she gets dropped off in a car. I guess a lot of sex workers are using the Love Hotel. One thing, prostitution is illegal in Japan. It is? It is. Yeah, sorry to... Sorry to inform you, Abe. Well, I think the laws about... Bad news. (laughs) (laughs) No, Ben, I think the laws about prostitution in Japan are much more loose. No, but prostitution is completely legal in Australia. Oh, I forgot. That's right. But in Japan, it's much more loose than Canada or America. Right, but I'm pretty sure... Paying for sex is illegal. Uh, Yes, but only sex. Right. So everything other than actual sexual intercourse that make a baby act. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) But as I understand it, And please, someone correct me if I'm wrong. The only thing that's illegal is that specific, like, sexual, actual sexual intercourse. So other sexual things are not illegal, like massaging, uh, you know, with your mouth. 
<laughs> yeah, massaging with your mouth. What do you mean? Well, <laughs> using your mouth to massage various body parts is not illegal. Man, that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you give me a mouth massage one day? No, Ben. I'll pay you. Disgusting. <laughs> no. We're not breaking the law. No, I don't care. I'm <laughs> never. Anyway, thanks. This is great coincidence that you called me. Literally the first time I've ever thought about, oh, I'll just try to answer a listener question by myself. And my trusty partner calls me just as I'm doing it. Coincidence or destiny? Destiny, absolutely. I don't believe in coincidences. Oh, so why did you call me, you old dog, you? I just called to say hello. You, you do? <laughs> oh, thanks, Ben. Psych. No, I don't. Ah, you broke my heart. I called to say I hate you. Well, the, how about that? We just did almost 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Did we? Yeah, and I'm going to add this to the other part that we did the other day. I wonder how the audio quality is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll do my best to uh, edit it, but you're on speakerphone speaking into my microphone. Oh, we're sharing a mic. We are sharing a mic, me and you, through my iPhone. Ah, yes, the powers of modern technology. Unlimited power! Unlimited power, it's amazing. Communication technology. Beep, boop, 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 beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I just did a little sound. You can't hear it. It was a... <laughs> oh, was it... Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Cool. I love that. Space gun. Space gun. Shoot me with your space gun, baby. This has been okay. a very pleasant Okay, I'm going to end the recording. Say goodbye. Well, thank you for a great question. It's something I often think about. Mm -hmm. Love hotels. <laughs> they are fun to see because they are so gaudy. They are. There's one gimmicky uh, and gaudy. that comes out of the fourth floor and goes down into the second floor. Wow, that must be a crazy sex party water slide. All right, Ben, I'm turning off the recording so we can talk about our big business. <laughs> big business indeed. Uh, YouTube, we got over 200 subscribers. We are gunning for a thousand one of these days. We're gunning for a billion, but yeah. we'll start with a We'll be making more and more video content. Awesome. 